Uh, welcome back to Misconceptions, y'all. Got my man Jawan Johnson. Good with y'all. Hey guys. Jabril. Uh, we all back. Uh, so we're gonna hop right into it. All right. Um, so first we're gonna start off. I was thinking. I was like, yeah, we're, we're like, what, what could we talk about? And I came up with the idea of money. So with the idea of money, we're navigating towards like how society views money, like why we view it the way we view it. Um, what does it do for you as a person? Like, does it put you on a different scale than other people, blah, 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 stuff like that. <laughs> um, so what, what do y'all think, what do y'all think money rates in society? To be, to be transparent, I think money is, I think money is a, is a lot to people because the thing about it, you can get food money, get clothes and money, you feel superior with money. I feel like um, with the money you can get a lot of places in life. It's just like um, when you have when you have money, I feel like you can you can you can walk in a certain way or you could talk in a certain way just because you have it. And that's just speaking generally. Because if you don't have money, you're not doing the things that you necessarily want to do. You can't travel anywhere or you can't eat necessarily what you want to eat without money. So you have to economize a little bit when you don't have as much money as someone who makes, uh, who, who is pretty fortunate. So uh, with money in this society, is, it's, it, holds, it holds a lot of weight. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think with money, like somebody's always trying to like one up you in a sense. Like, for example, when you're hanging around your friends or like those where you know that come from money, they always try to like downplay like you or your situation or like just in a general conversation, like you could just tell who comes from money, who doesn't. And like, I feel like- What do you mean? How, how can you tell? Like just how people act in a sense, like like they're better than people or like you can tell those who like are privileged or had money all their life. And then you could also tell people like who knows the struggle, who came from the struggle. Like you can just, especially like in college, like people always try to compare like, Oh, I just got these new J's, but like if I didn't get them, like oh, you don't got money because you don't got them. But like that's you just might not like shoes. Like it's always a comparison, like when money is in play. And I feel like it's different for it's different for people though. Like like some people could uh, be very frugal with their money. Some people could have a lot of money but be very frugal, so they can wear like Skechers or New Balances. Like like they could they could be wearing like something very minimalist and very, live a very minimalist life because they 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 don't enjoy money but they have it. So therefore, they're like, um, so they're so they're saving money, they're investing money, they want to accommodate more money, but they don't have to show it by wearing flashy things or flashing in people's faces. Like there are different types of people, but money is still, I feel like, so idolized because of uh, the way people are raised or how they're shaped or just how they value life. But is that a good thing? Oh, I mean, me personally, I wouldn't think it's a good thing because I think money, you can't take money to the grave at the end of the day. I mean, money, money, money can't come with you. You can't be buried with your money. But at the end of the day, the things, the things you want to do with your life, you're going to have to have money. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that it has to be idolized or it has to be, um, I guess, uh, chased after. Um, but, but money will gravitate to you if you do the right things in life or if you're passionate about what you want to do with life. So, I mean, I'm not saying that money uh, Ain't nothing to, because I'm not saying that at all. Because I'm, you're gonna need money. Like it's, it's just it's, you have to live. You have to live. live. But I'm saying, but like money shouldn't be out of life. Money shouldn't be the number one priority on why you do things or or why uh, or like dang like I want to get these shoes, man. I gotta get money, man. Like no, just 
just I guess I guess embrace what you have because once you get money, that's not that's not the complete happiness because I think happiness is having someone. What you're saying is you think money is valuable, but it shouldn't be the top value. Right. Yeah, I definitely think that too. Because sometimes, like the richest person in the world is probably not the happiest person in the world. I think a lot of people get caught up into money in the sense of like, oh, I got money, so I'm living my life. But nine times out of ten, money can't buy happiness. So like, you can have all the money you want, but like, you still walking around life hating different things, going through life like miserable. But you got money, so you try to like, that's like, oh, I'm. Money is more so like, okay, I'm not living through the motions because I got money, but you still like stuck in the situation. So I feel like sometimes people look at money as like an outlet, but money comes and goes, so like. But the thing is, like, cause I think about that sometimes, but I'm like, yeah, like you can have all the money in the world and be, you can be not happy. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, there's the same, you can not have money and be unhappy at the same time. That's true. So it's like, but that, but that goes back to the person that you are, though, I feel like. Because some people, yeah, all right, let's, let's think of an extreme circumstance, like Africa. Okay. People are not wealthy at all there. At all? No. They live a very, they live a very simplistic life, and they're trying to um, survive off of water that's not necessarily clean. Mm -hmm. And so they don't, they don't have the resources but some are happy. Some are very embracive with their life. They, they, they embrace their life because that's what their life is going to be. On the other hand, on the other hand, they don't have money, but they can be happy because the people that they're around, that they're with their families. So I'm not saying that everything that happens is like, oh, like they don't have money, so they ain't happy. There's plenty of people who don't have money and are happy. I don't got money and I'm happy. I mean, I have a lot of money, but but I'm happy. But that's cool because it's a process of what of when things happen. So so, do you think that you can be the richest man in the world, but not in a sense lose your soul? Oh, absolutely. So you're saying that you can be the richest person in the world and still have your soul intact, without a doubt. Because about the way it's about the way that you you perceive things. Like I said, it always goes back to the person. Like if you're doing the things necessary. All right, all right so ultimately, I, when, I, when you say soul, I think, of, I think of God and I think of having a, 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 a relationship with God. I know a lot of times people think of doing acts of kindness or ways to get to God, and yes, that is true, but it's more of the relationship with God more than the acts that you do. So going to giving to charity, that's great. God sees you, that's great. But like I said, like, like I said one time, you don't want God to look on your Explorer page and you're not following him. You know what I'm saying? So he wants you, 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 you want to you obviously follow him and seek him and, and have a relationship with him. But it's, it's, not, it's, not all about, it's not all about the acts that you do. It's about seeking him first above all else. Like part of our generation in itself, we take money for granted. Just like we, like in a sense of like everybody always wants the new, whatever the new, the new, the new is. For like sure. We always like chase money in the sense like, oh, I got it, so like I have to get it. 
And like I feel like that's where we come at. Like we don't really know how to prioritize our money in our generation. And I think it's just always trying to get the new, the next, whatever. True. So I think that's where like it will come into play where personally like I have a hard time saving my money, but Mm -hmm. it's not because I want the new thing. But I feel like a lot of people in our generation can't save their money because they're always trying to get the new or be the next best person or whatever it comes out to be. Correct. So I did some research about like money and like this lab did some research on how money affects people and stuff like that. So basically I got, in the study they said, um, in many cases, reminders of money instigate an appraisal or of confidence and strength because money is in general is associated with wealth and strength. However, there are exceptions. That is depending on the context or or on individual differences, money can have a completely different meaning. Um, and they said, in other words, depending on what association, what associations money triggers, reminders of money can cause consumers to feel strong or weak. I definitely agree. Like when it comes to like confidence and feeling strong and weak, because like when you don't have money or like you like trying to find money or like trying to pay this last bill or whatever like you're stressing out like i feel like when you don't have money like yeah you're always under pressure of like how am i going to make ends meet for this or how am i going to get this or how am i going to do that so i definitely do think like not having money in your pocket you're like really stressed but i think when you do have money like you're not really worried about much like okay like i got it like i don't have to worry about like where's my last meal coming from or such and such so i think confidence and like that definitely does play a big part when you have money when you don't have it so do y'all think that there's a, a strength or weakness in being, I guess? Strength as a mental? <laughs> so do y'all think that there's, you can be, it's better to grow up not having a bazooka, bazooka load of money? I think, I think personally, I think it's, a weakness to grow up. Ooh, maybe I wouldn't say that. I'll I'll talk from both point of views. I'll say it's bad to um, grow up with a lot of money, so therefore you don't know how to work. Everything's given to you. You don't know what hustle is. You don't know what the struggle is. So therefore you can't have empathy for people who don't have it as much or don't know how to be like, um, or don't know how to economize for that for that matter. So they don't know how to save money or know how to manage money. They're just spending it because they know they can get it back or they have it. In a different sense, I feel like it is good to um, have money growing up because I feel like you know, you know that you don't have to have that burden on yourself that like, dang, I don't have money so I can't have this or just feeling the need that you don't have anything. Also, it also shows you management if you're, pa- if, if you're grown up in a way uh, that your parents are wealthy because they manage their money or they saved their money or they invested their money. So therefore, your parents can teach you how to invest, how to save, how to uh, um, put your money in places where you don't have to um, necessarily go broke or um, you, you know how to work for money because your parents give you an allowance or they pay you for, uh, from commission or something like that. So I can, I can see from both point of views and why it's a strength and a weakness, so I really don't have, a, uh, I guess, a, a concrete answer of whether it's a, a weakness or a strength or you having money growing up.
So you're saying, would you would rather have money and just have your parents teach you how to? Personal. Yeah. Yeah. That money is for a reason. That means that they had to grind for that. That means that they had to, they had to work for it. So, from 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 them learning from that experience, they had to grind and work for it. If they had to, just say like a lot of people have come from, um, overseas. And they've come from nothing and have made a, a fortune. Um, so, so therefore, that they know how to grind for it, they know how to invest or come up with some spontaneous idea to make ends meet. I feel like I can learn from somebody like that, um, saying like, "Oh, you need to do this and do that." So, therefore, you learn and be like, "All right, like, damn, maybe that does make sense doing that." Because if I didn't know that, then I wouldn't make money. Or the whole patience part about it. Um, and I think. I think learning from someone who has money and who has kept money is from saving and making money and from a certain job or from certain knowledge because if you don't have knowledge or any sort of uh, uh, economic, well, sense, sense of financial uh, planning or, or uh, something like that, you, you, don't, you don't know what you're doing. Like I want to learn from somebody who's accommodated money continuously because of what they've done because they have to have knowledge of some sort. I agree to a certain extent. Like, I think it's kind of a negative connotation as well because, like, just seeing, like, being in college and, like, watching people and, like, people that have money and don't have money or came from money, I feel like those who've, like, grown up that came from money is more so privileged. Like, they feel like they deserve, like, everything. And I feel like they really don't, like you said, they don't know the struggle. And, like, when you get compared to, like, being in a conversation with somebody, like, they might feel one way, but, like, them not knowing the struggle, they don't know what it's like to not have money. And I feel like, for me personally, like, I didn't, like, my parents had money, obviously, but it wasn't like, we weren't, like, the richest family. But I feel like seeing my mom struggle and seeing my dad, like, struggle or, like, working hard, I feel like that put a mindset in me to, like, it is a struggle out here and you have to do what you got to do to make it and then in the same connotation like for those who like families are rich like they think oh i'm always supposed to have money i'm always supposed to get 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 so they really don't understand like you got to still work for what you want it's not always going to be handed to you so i feel like it's kind of like good and bad in a sense i feel like now personally i'm kind of ready and like i'm more prepared than i used to be to have more money just because um, I've been learning how to manage it, how to, you know, what's important about like how to build it, like what to put it towards, what not to put it towards. Like, I'm a little bit smarter than I was. I mean, I'm not spending my money all on, like you said earlier, Jays all the time. Where I gotta get these fresh, these fresh kicks. I gotta go. Oh, I gotta, oh man, I just gotta have that. I just gotta have this. I just gotta have that. Um, <clears throat> and so I feel like my soul is intact, so I'm better prepared to have money now. Like, I'm not, money's not my end-all, be-all type of thing. So I feel like when people come to that realization or people start to look at life like that, then I feel like that's when you're ready to have money. When you realize that, yeah, you want, like, I want to make money. I want to make millions of dollars, right? <laughs> I want to make millions, like, period. I want to have money. Okay, period. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not allowing the money to rule me. I'm not allowing it to, to direct everything I do in life and my relationships with people and everything else that I'm trying to do.
I feel like a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but some people let money be the end all be all. Like, money is the ruler type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that. Um, the, one, the, one that I, the one thing that pointed out to me was when you said freedom. And um, in some senses, it can be freedom from uh, someone because divor divorce can handle money with freedom. Um, someone getting out of jail, that can be something that money gets you out of, to be free. But it doesn't necessarily, money doesn't necessarily help you from being uh, free from uh, depression or anger or something of, set, of, of that sort. Yes, it can be uh, temporarily happy to be, oh, like, I got this money, I got these J's. Once you get them, it's over. Or once you get this new Versace shirt, I just got this Versace shirt, bruh. Wear it once, you put a picture on it, when the next time you're gonna wear it. So it's sort of things like that. It's like, yeah, like you have these things that makes you happy temporarily, but does it make you happy um, forever? So. Um, it can it can help you to be free from a lot of things, but sometimes you're not free from it all. Like money doesn't have you to be free from everything. Cause like cause, cause the thing is, um, I th I think generally happiness is with spending it with someone else. You don't want to be having money and just being by yourself. You want to. I mean, obviously when you have money, you want to spend it on spend it on somebody and that makes them happy. But you can't you can't. Have the money and be by yourself. So what do you, so what do y'all think? Like people with the mindset of like, how do you think that they are? What do you think that their issue lies where people are like, man, money is everything on me. Because because they see people who have money and see and see the lives that they live. Like I know a lot of the times you see people on, on like on social media platforms and they see the way that they're living. You're only seeing their highlights, but you're not seeing what's behind the scenes. And nice. and so. When people see that, they're just like, dang, like, I can't wait to have this money. And the thing is, and, and, and also another thing, people, people are in relationships because of how much money they have. And so, uh, so I know a lot of people are, are just like, dang, I'm going I'm to get that person because they got a lot of money. I got I to gotta be with them because they got money. Or, or, or like some girl be like, ooh, girl, like, how much money he got? And they just like... Oh, he got a lot of money. And they're just like, oh, I gotta be with him more. Oh, yeah, and that's and that's yeah, and that's the thing. Like, money, money can, money can, money can get you a woman. And that's the thing. And like, whether whether it's real or fake, you can have it. And so, many people may not see it, and that's why a lot of people get divorces because of money issues. But that's that's my per perspective on it. Yeah, they definitely hit home in a sense. Because, yeah, I feel like, and that's why I said earlier, it's like a lot of people, like, chase after money. Like, oh, I got to be with him because he has money. But, like, you don't know what that person took to get to where he's at. And I feel like, especially, like, I just keep relating back to our generation because, like, we really need help in a sense with a lot of things. <laughs> like, we always scrolling on social media. And like Javon said, like, oh, I got to chase my bag because look at him. Like, I'm trying to be like him. But it's like, you don't know that person's struggle. Like, they may not have always been there. So, like, you chasing, like, for the wrong reasons. And I feel like it's always a comparison, like, with us and like I feel like that's why we really can't prioritize our money like as our youth because we always trying to compare we try to always better up on the next person so then is it good to like 
I guess, in a sense, talk about our struggles and stuff on social media? Let me give you two instances. And and the thing is, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you could talk about it. I mean, that's some, that's something that you want to. I don't know, I don't know. Because I was thinking, I was actually kind of thinking about that today, whether I should, you know, share my story. But I think you should, just because for some people, it can be inspiring to them. And the one thing you want to do is impact people while you're here on earth. And so I feel like you should share your um, your downfall because some people could be in the same downfall, just like, dang, like nobody is like me. Like I'm the only one facing this. Put that out there and see if like you're the only one out there. And so people don't do that because they're scared of what people would say or they're just scared of the image that they have. But you put that out there and you come up, people going to be, well, I'm not saying like people, people's opinions matter, but people are not, I don't want to say envy. People are going to look up to you, not, not idolize you, but they'll look up to you. And so um, one thing I want to say is um, I want to give you two instances of how, like what if you just got money now? What is there to work for? How happy are you going to be if you just have all this money now? You're just like, you're just like, dang, I just got all this money. And like another instance is you working, like you grinding. Oh, you working, you grinding. And then you get to the money 10 years from now. Did you enjoy the process? Like, did you even think about of how the, how the, of the process of how it went because you were so busy grinding that you didn't even embrace? Because you were so busy grinding trying to chase the money instead of grinding for the purpose that you had and embracing it and enjoying the process. Because so a lot of people, they work, they grind just for money. Like, you're not doing it because of your purpose or your destiny. You're doing it just a simple fact for money. And the thing is, uh, generally speaking, like some people get caught up with that. Like, I just, like I'm doing this so I can uh, help my mom. I'm doing this so I can help my family out. But yeah, like you're putting so much stress on yourself, trying to help your family out, trying to do all this, but you're not even doing it for yourself. At the end of the day, ain't nobody gonna sit in a casket with you. You by yourself. So why don't you do it for yourself? It's easy, like money comes and goes, and I feel like you can go home right now, get an eviction letter on your door. Like, that's it. Like, what you gonna do? Like, you worked all this time for all the money. Like, what you gonna do? So, and I think that's the problem. Like, even in sports, like, because, like, obviously we play sports. But I think that's a lot of people, like, they get caught up in, like, what's life, like, after. But they're, like, you're really not enjoying the process. You just see an angle. But, like, you do all this, and then what if you don't even get to the angle? So, what you doing it for? Right. So, I feel like, yeah, we just get so caught up in, like, how things look and how things should be instead of really Really just walking in purpose so so shifting gears a little bit um, another thing that kind of relates to this is the idea of limits and <clears throat> if limits what limits why we have limits um, and why they're in place and what they can do for us I feel like so many people look at limits as, and boundaries as a bad thing. Like, oh, I got a limit on this. Oh, I got it. I can't. I can only do this much, or I can only go this far, or I can only do this much, mm-hmm. and then I have to stop. And people look at that. I feel like in the, in the wrong way. Like all limits aren't bad. In most, a lot of cases, limits are good for you. I feel like. I feel like. Limits, limits in, are put in place because, for example, say 
I'm drinking, right? We just gonna we just gonna keep it simple. Say I'm drinking. I start drinking a little bit. Now, if I don't have limits, I'm going to drink as much as I want mm-hmm. without without care in the world. And then the problem is, once you have no limits, you have no boundaries. So then you're going to start wilding, right? And then you're going to find yourself in a position that you should not have been in, mm-hmm. that you ain't got no business in, and now you need deep in, right? And the thing is, if you just put the limits and the boundaries on yourself, they're there so that you can be better, so that you can stay on the path, so that you can become who you're supposed to be. Like, I feel like people look at limits the wrong way. Like, and it is another instance of limits. Um, let's say, let's just say if you're working out and saying, oh, like, like, like say for instance track and you sprint and you sprint and you sprint. All right, coach, hold on. My hamstring's kind of tugging. Nah, keep sprinting, keep sprinting. There's another limit to where you need to stop so you can separate yourself and be like, nah, like that, like that ain't for me. Cause at the end of the day, they're custom made, so you can't you can't do anything everybody else doing because you have a you have a you're you're you're, cert, you're made a certain way that you can either go further than somebody or you can go less than somebody. So I think a lot of limits are staying in your lane because a lot of times we want to look left or right and we ain't even looking at our own lane and so once we understand that we should have our own limits and our own boundaries i think i think that will separate us from a lot of people instead of trying to follow behind others and trying to be the tail of things and not the head y'all we appreciate it appreciate y'all listening man thank y'all stay tuned Tune in. Hard knocks. Miscon- misconceptions. <laughs> bag chasing. No bag there.